0: My name is Michael Gian Syracusa, and I hate when people use absolutes. Welcome to Grumble Goat. My name is Matt Lebodka. and this is a show about all the small things that drive, drive me, me insane. insane. Let's grumble. You know what I really hate about absolutes is that they're never correct. Almost never correct. Like, let's face it, 999,999 out of a million is a lot. It's a lot of times. But you know what? It's not always, never, you always, or you never, or you're the best, or the worst, or there is nothing worse than blank. Oh, there's nothing worse than getting a hair in your mouth. Now, frankly, hairs in the mouth suck, but there's nothing worse than getting a hair in your mouth, really? Being constipated is worse. But you know what? That's just me. Any of those absolutes, they they frustrate me so much. Like it never conveys, ah, just did it. It almost never conveys what you mean to. I know that we feel our perspectives are absolute. I feel like you never, or I feel like you are the worst. It undermines your position. Frankly, you're not actually trying to convey a point. You're trying to dramatize your point. You're trying to make a grandiose statement. Like somewhere in the world, there is the worst doctor and they have an appointment at 9 a.m. tomorrow with someone. But you know what? Maybe they're only the worst doctor tomorrow. What about the next day? Maybe they cure someone. Who knows? It's not a constant. I consider myself a scientist. I write code and code makes sense, but code can be finite. Math can be finite most of the time, except when it's not. So I have heard the phrase, I never got that email from you, only to search through their email and find my email. I never received that email. I definitely never received that email. God, I add that extra emphasis. And then I find that email in your email box and I just get so mad that I usually have to walk out of the room. We play this little game with our daughter where we ask her what her favorite is. Favorite is another one of these absolutes. It's a thing that's supposed to be static. Oh, my favorite color is blue. Humans are not consistent creatures. We are warbly at best. But you know what she says? All of them. It's my favorite answer to the favorite question. An absolute choice. My name is Michael Syracusa, and I hate when people use absolutes. And that's the grumble. Grumble,
1: grumble, 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 grumble. What? Grumble, 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 grumble. What's got your goat?
0: For the latter half of the show, we'll bring in my better half, Veronique, for an unpretentious look and a segment we call
1: What's Got Your Goat?
0: Welcome to another Grumble Goat on the road.
1: On the road, Myrtle on the Beach. Road. Style. We're in Myrtle
0: Beach today.
1: Oh my gosh! Well, we've been here for a couple days.
0: What a crazy, insane vacation it's been. We're broadcasting from outside of the Grumble Goat Studios tonight. Yes, we're in South Carolina. That's right. And we have with us Michael Jin Syracuse. That's Michael, right. Welcome to the podcast. Hi there. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> How are you? You've been vacationing with us. It's been a crazy week. It, yeah. it has. You have a little one, so it's a little more hectic for you. She's a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the apple doesn't far, fall, fall far from the tree. If she's half as crazy as I was, she uh, Actually, I can't say that. <laughs> yeah. nope, 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 nope. Don't dig yourself into liability here. Like, <laughs> the police might be listening in on this one. She is the most adorable little child. She is yes. adorable. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, an amazing... Child. Anyway, we're having mm. an amazing vacation down yeah. here, and it happens to be a rainy day. So, what better to do than to sit in the studio? That's
1: right, and have a grumble. Michael,
0: ha- how's life these days? We're coming out of the pandemic, and you were able to keep working during the pandemic. You work from home. Yep, nine. to 5. You work five. in computer sciences. Yeah, nine to five every day this entire pandemic. Well, strangely enough, I actually work more than I used to because when I was in mm-hmm. the office, I would go talk to my coworker, yeah. and you know, it ends up into like an hour-long conversation. And there's the coffee and pot. And there's the hour-long lunch breaks yeah. and like so i actually feel compelled to work more than i did in the office which is kind of weird I've, I've started to take a step back in the last few months um now Michael, the
1: screen of your work it looks like the matrix
0: yeah you well, showed me okay. your screen and it's just the matrix going by so tell us are we living in a giant battery are
1: we in the matrix right now did you take the green pill or the blue pill or any pill.
0: I haven't taken any pills, but <laughs> I don't think it matters because we could still be in the matrix anyway. Oh, yeah. Like, so how would you know? We haven't woken so up yet. you saying work is futile and it's a waste of time and our life is meaningless.
1: Actually, I think we're no. waking up right now.
0: No, no. Work is definitely futile, but you make your own meaning. Oh, right? You know, yeah. Because, yeah. like, if you don't have any meaning, then what's the point? Or you make your own children. <gasps> well, you can do both.
1: Every, yeah. Yes, everyone can do that.
0: Oh, can they? They can yeah. make yeah. their own children. Well, actually, no. How does one go about this?
1: Sexy time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So getting back to the Matrix theme, yeah. uh, how would you know? How would you know if you're in the Matrix? Yeah, like do you ever feel like 100% confident of like something, like anything? Like well, give, give do- me an example of something you're 100% confident
1: of. Well, I don't know. I do think this world is somewhat of an illusion. There's
0: this moment in the Matrix where Neo sees a cat and then he looks back and sees the exact same cat and he says, ooh, deja vu. And then Trinity says, was it deja vu or was it the same cat? And I think about that moment alone lot. Every time I experience a moment that I'm like, this feels too familiar, I feel like I'm living in the matrix. You don't but, just feel like you have deja vu? But how would you know? Here's the thing I keep coming back to. Like, are you ever 100% sure of anything? No. I'm. Why? No. I. There are things that I'm 100% sure Give of. Give me an example. I was 100% sure that Trump would not win the election in, 19, in 2016. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was 100% sure, and I was almost positive he was going
0: to win. I was 100% sure Trump would not win in 2016. I was afraid. I was very afraid. You're going right toward... So... (laughs) Like because we were getting toward the point of like everything is an illusion, kind of yes. right. Your experience of this reality is so warped by your perspective and your experiences that and it's her. hard to really be sure of anything. Like this is white. Yes. This table is this white. Table's but white. we could be experiencing the color white differently. And so I'm like, I could see something very different than what you see, but I we're know. both conditioned to call this it's white. white. It's, it's, very it's always fascinating. boggled my mind that we all can point to a color and name it the same thing. I thought about it But this how a do lot. we know how our brains interpret yes. orange?
1: Well is it when people create colors then you would be able to get the right color. But you can then put, every put a per-
0: color into a person's brain. No. Well, oh, that's greater. why
1: people don't realize that they're colorblind.
0: Exactly. Because they're so
1: that's used good, to seeing grayscale. That's a good. And example, they figured because it they've,
0: out. They've learned that this shade of gray is white what? and that shade of gray is purple. You know,
1: well, to them, whatever. they say, Well, these people are calling this shade of gray red. That's what red is to me.
0: I've had several friends that are colorblind. Me too. So the first ones, you're like, Oh, I'm gonna switch the caps on the smelly markers so that they think they're coloring with the wrong one because it's a different cap.
1: That is so rude. That's I can't believe you did that.
0: And then when you know several other colorblind people, you're like, oh, people's brains don't interpret light wavelengths the same way. So that throws into question, is anybody seeing red the same way? Is anybody seeing red the same way? Do you think everybody sees things the same? Wait. No. Are you saying I'm not a chiseled jaw handsome man? Oh. Uh, (laughs) You want to trade? I'll trade with you. Michael, can you prove to me right now that you exist no, but see, that's my point. Like, but we can touch each other. How come you guys are always so funny? That's an excellent question, Michael, and I want to delve further into that. Tell us, <laughs> tell us about your experience with us being funny. Yeah. Well, are you always
1: funny? I think I'm always funny.
0: Oh, my God. This one? Always?
1: Yeah. In my day-to-day life. Well, I, you
0: think you are, so that well, makes, you know, that, that's actually is, helpful. Michael, I'm not let sure. Me, I
1: feel like a lot of people laugh
0: at me. I'm going to pull back. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to pull back the curtain just a little bit for you, Michael, and tell you that our apartment is full of laughter constantly. We do laugh a no, lot. No, I, I get it. If you think you're always funny, that is fantastic. But I'm getting more at the fact that, like, y- how do you feel about people using absolutes to describe experiences? Well, I
1: think they're liars. Oh, and- I don't think that that's right. I don't think that that... I, don't, I just said that I'm always funny. But I mean, like, when people are so sure of themselves, you're like, there's no way. Because you don't want to, like, open your mind to something else.
0: I love what you're saying because I love when people say... I would never do that.
1: Right. And I'm like, My we've all been in weird too.
0: situations. I've
1: Yeah, prob- you don't know how you're going to react in the moment.
0: Yeah, you make mistakes. That's part of being alive. And, like, I get I that know. people need to accentuate things sometimes to make a point, but, like, there is nothing worse than... Getting a hair in your mouth. Oh, I know. Except that Mm, I can think of a lot of things worse than getting a hair in your mouth. I
1: don't know. It gets like really dry in there and then you like can't get it out and you're like, yeah, yeah, it's like
0: very strange and weird. I don't know. Childhood cancer. I'm not worried about it. Come on. definitely worse. Yeah. No, I get the fact that we make points, you know, but like it's a grandiose statement to make your perspective seem really important right now. Yeah. We work in food service, and one thing about people's perspective that blows my mind yeah. is when, like, if they request one small thing and it doesn't come out their way, they get really offended as if the universe has conspired to make their evening a little bit worse, mm-hmm. and they react as if it's the worst thing ever. That it was, oh, yes, man. on when purpose. When really, in the grand scheme of the clockwork machine that is a restaurant... It's
1: unfortunate that that happened to be your dish,
0: and well, we, we, we apologize for that. we don't actually care about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. You're one of the... You said the tiny little cogs in the machine, yeah, and like and the liquid paramount. pods, and the liquid
1: pods of the Matrix. Oh, now we're going back in to the, the liquid
0: pods. So you're talking about the people themselves, yeah, who are hooked in, are still in yeah. the liquid pods.
1: Yes, yeah, yes.
0: Yeah. I really hope I'm not in a liquid pod. I don't think we are. The
1: thing about the Matrix. I don't matrix think so though. either. But how do I know? I don't know. That's where aliens come in.
0: Mm. Anytime you try and pin something down to an absolute, it's almost always inherently false. I get mad less when I do it than other people because I notice it less often. When you say that you don't
1: do something and then you catch yourself doing it, it's like a rage anger that you're like, I'm doing that thing that I don't like to do. What kind of thing? When I step on people's heels. Oh. Um, like it when people step on my heels because they're not giving Everybody space. knows
0: it's the worst to get your yes, heels stepped on. exactly. And you do the stepping on And heels.
1: I have stepped on their heels and then I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just like can't. I literally it's actually, no,
0: literally is not. Speaking of absolutes, hilarious. <laughs> See? I told you, we all do it. We don't realize it. And it makes me mad that it's part of my like dialect. Only Sith speak in absolutes. Oh. If you're going to step on somebody's heel, if you're walking fast, you might as well just shove them by the shoulder out of the way. Just push
1: them out of the way.
0: (laughs) Same offense. I really
1: don't know why. You don't don't
0: have to apologize because once you step on their heel, you are their worst enemy. Yes. Absolute. Absolute word. Yeah. As soon as you use an absolute word, it makes me not. Do you
1: no longer respect
0: those people? Uh, no, because I totally do it, too. <laughs>
1: we all do it, right? We all we do a lot of things that we complain it. about. Ah, we, oh, my gosh, we can't get it. away from it's it. It's the language. It's
0: so impossible not to do. I studied diction, and so I'm a huge harper on using language correctly. He loves words. And she makes a few faux pas. I don't like words because I'm dyslexic. So I got to let those go. Like, yes. sh- I want an example.
1: Oh my gosh. I'll say something not as specific, and then you will hold me to exactly what I said. <laughs> and it really drives me nuts. I
0: do get too literal. He gets so
1: literal. And I'm like, whatever, just over there.
0: I'm very into specificity too, but I'm also not very specific as a person myself. And so well, I'll be like, eh, well, the thing over there. Well,
1: if you're tired.
0: There's a joke a programmer's wife yes. says, can you pick up a gallon of milk? And if they have eggs, can you get a dozen? Programmer comes home with a dozen gallons of milk.
1: Exactly. This I is exactly it. what, yes. I love it. Yes. This is kind of. I, That's, perfect. That's it, perfect. It actually example. illustrates the
0: programming you. problem too. But but this happens all the time in daily language and speech. And we're, we're talk, trying to talk to each other. And we understand kind of the context for what we're talking about. But like every once in a while, we're like, no. I'm going to stick on this point. I will sometimes find myself saying things that I would call her out for. So then I will reiterate like, no. And then I will over explain things. You guys are totally different people. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Hold on. This is the very first time we're hearing this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we're also very similar in ways. I know, you, you, know? you have the
0: same passions, but you approach them from very different places. Very different places. Do you always do that? Every single time. <laughs> what is the fastest way somebody's violated their absolute that they've given you? When they call someone out for using an absolute, and then they immediately do it themselves. Mm. And they don't notice it, and they don't take responsibility for it. Mm, you know? You know. And, I, like, and I will do that sometimes. Just like Obi-Wan Kenobi, whose line is literally only Sith speaking absolutes.
1: Oh. Deep. I don't think I understand this. <laughs> only Siths speak in absolutes.
0: Yeah. So it's an absolute.
1: It's an absolute. The word only right. is an absolute. On, oh, oh can we list all the absolutes?
0: Let's all make an absolute declaration oh. right
1: now.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: I think I'm going to be really bad at this because I am a putzer. I putz around. hmm <sighs> And I change my mind all the time. Okay. Well, Okay. You, you, you guys can go first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing. Do you think you will always be a putzer? Oh. See, I want to say I will always be a human, but who knows? Yeah. We, you know. No,
1: you won't mean. always be a human for when you die.
0: Oh, my goodness. What happens after you die? So deep. Does your soul
1: stop being human? No, I think your soul gets recycled. Oh, I know. I have one. Do it. I'll always be creative.
0: Oh. I love that. And then she's sticking her foot up in the air.
1: That was a win.
0: She will always be creative. She can't not be, though. And that was a lot of absolutes in a row. (laughs) It was. Let's see. I will always go for the quick laugh. (laughs) She says as she goes for the quick laugh. Give us an absolute. I'll never stay the same. Oh. This has been an episode of Grumble Goat.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: I'm Matt Labotka.
1: I'm Veronique Curly. Please subscribe.
0: I hate when people say please subscribe. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Math can be finite most of the time, except when it's not.